Welcome back, everyone, to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I am James. Ape has fully escaped Montemagno. And I am Michael Cuball Rivette. Ooh, cue ball. Yeah, cue ball. And I, I, the reason it's going to be cue ball is because as of tomorrow, I will have a shaved head. I'm going back to the shaved head look for the summer. So we're, this is the last, the last hurrah. I believe that you and I may be in very, very similar circumstances. Ooh. I may be going gone. Cue balls, if you will. Cue balls. <laughs> now, the, the difference between this, anyone watches us on Twitch as we do record this on, on Sundays, is you go full, full cue ball. I go two on top, one on the side. But currently okay. I have beard. I do everything. Yeah. The problem is I have some skin condition, so I can't actually go down full, all the way. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Yeah. yeah, that's that. Yes, I, uh, I, I fluctuate. But yeah, I think I'm going to go like one all the way tonight and then bick it in the morning. Ooh. So, yeah. And the only reason I'm doing that is because it's it's a whole process and I want to have good light so I don't bleed out while I'm uh, while I'm the fr- it's been a long time since I've shaved my head completely. So I'm a little out of practice, I'm rusty, if you will. Rusty, if you will. Yeah. Just like our number one fan, Rustica. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, let's get into the news this week. I'm super crazy excited because something out of the blue happened. Uh, I don't know if Nintendo is bleeding subscribers, but <laughs> like now that. if you are a Twitch Prime member, uh, you can get a full free year of Nintendo Switch online service. Now, this is really awesome because if you have Amazon Prime, which a lot of people do, you already have Twitch Prime. We'll put links into the show notes. But all you have to do is go on to your Twitch account. Once you've synchronized Amazon Prime and Twitch Prime together, you say, hey, I want to redeem my Nintendo Switch online coupon. And they are rolling it out in four free three-month memberships. So you got to come back every three months to do it, but it literally takes a minute to do. We, we both did it, right? You did it, Michael. I did. Piece of cake. Piece of cake. And what happens is if you already have an online subscription, it'll just add three more months to your subscription. If you don't have one, you get three months. You can continue to do it. So again, this is for new and existing uh, members. Now, if you don't have Twitch Prime, which is part of Amazon Prime, it is $12.99 a month, so it's not worth just picking up just for this. But if you already are in that Amazon Prime membership, it's a free $20 subscription for free. It's going to give you everything as if you just bought it. So you get the online games, game saves, NES classics, and Tetris 99, the most important thing that has ever happened to the Nintendo Online Switch service. So we did it. It was amazingly simple and totally worked. I think it was one of the easiest things we've done through Nintendo like in their online system. Yeah, I will say, though, and I'm not I'm not sure because it is a little confusing. We didn't we will have a Twitch Prime FAQ in the show notes. I think it's you do it once for three months, come back again, you get nine months. I don't think you have to do it every three. I got the impression they're doing it like that just so if you got Prime, you wouldn't get it, get your year and then ditch Prime. So you'd be Mm. losing money. The prime would be losing money. So I think you do it once now, let's say you get three months, whether it's added on or total, you come back at some point in that three months, you'll get the next nine. And then I think you're good for that, for the full year. I think that's cool. It was a little, it was a little confused, but that's awesome. I think this is great, right? I mean, it's hard Mm -hmm. to complain about free. I mean, I, I had prime, I guess if you don't have prime, you know, that's that's another thing you can still complain about, but it seems like a, a no brainer, really. I, I've used Prime all the time, so it's awesome that this is factored in now. Yeah, I mean, go get it and do it. That's what I say. Yeah, <laughs> so, great. Now, last last week, we actually talked about Labo a little bit, especially with VR coming out. And we mentioned STEM and how, you know, how exciting it is that Labo VR and what they're doing with their garage and all that stuff exists and what they can what it can become. Well, this week we actually just got news that Nintendo Australia is launching an Australian first primary school program and it's aimed at teaching the basic principles of science, technology, engineering, art, mathematics, so 
Steam, I guess they still call it STEM, but um, for for children. And, and the goal is you're going to get 800 primary school age children the opportunity to develop those STEM skills using Nintendo Labo and the Toy Con Garage. Cool. This is this is exciting. Like this is where Labo belongs. So I think that Nintendo is going in the right direction. They're doing something very cool. Girl Geek Academy co-founder and CEO Sarah Morin said that Labo was perfect for little learners and is ignited passion and excitement for STEM at a young age and in a way few other programs could. And then Nintendo Australia's managing director Kamen Yushimura said that we hope our program provides children act, um, children across Australia with the tools to build, explore, problem solve, and in the process, get excited about design and technology, all while having fun. So this was exactly what I think it was meant for. I think they're doing something great here. And it would really be cool to see this ex- you know, expand to other regions, other areas. I think so. I mean, for me, this is great. I hope that it does expand more places. When we talk about rumor mill, I think that may open up some uh, possibilities because <laughs> obviously with uh, you know this Nintendo Switch, it's still an expense, expensive piece of hardware compared to schools that need to buy Chromebooks, you know, that sub $100. Obviously, Nintendo can subsidize these at cost for schools or roll out some program. It also gets the Nintendo name into school, so they could they could roll out these Labo educational carts almost, which it would be really rad. I wish I had this. Imagine if you're just playing with Nintendo in school. You know, how crazy yeah, would that be? Absolutely. Be and I mean, you just you know, like we said with the the ToyCon Garage or whatever it was called, where you're you're learning sort of the basics of maybe VR and programming and all this stuff, and you're able to then pick it up, put it on your face, and see what you just made. That's that's pretty cool, you know, and it's a, I think it's a good entry point because at first it can seem super intimidating and you just don't really know what you want to do. Whereas now you're going to have it in school and you're right off the bat, you're going to start having skills that people maybe are intimidated to try. Yeah. Yeah. So I would love to see how this rolls out and we'll find out more. I'm, I love when Nintendo does stuff like this. Yeah. Uh, so I'm into it. I want my kids to be learning. I don't have any kids, but Nintendo, learn on Nintendo stuff. So, yeah, for a good sure. opportunity. All right. Now on to some more game specific things because E3 is right around the corner. Michael and my favorite time of year to live tweet our disgust of all the <laughs> keynotes usually, except for the Nintendo directs are pretty good. So I'm, I'm excited for this year. Uh, but Nintendo's back at it with uh, their esports. to be honest with you. They are hitting Twitch hard. In fact, I was just watching the Smash Brothers qualifiers, which apply uh, to this new tournament that they're doing, uh, which are the World Championships for 2019. I've done a lot last year. They're back this year. Uh, you know, now they have Smash Brothers into the mix since it's out. They're going to be holding the World Championships a few days before E3, June 8th in Los Angeles, California, which is where E3 is at. They have teams from North America, Europe, Japan, Australia, New Zealand. They'll all be there, uh, which I think is really, really cool. And I will say, I was watching... I didn't. I never really watched competitive gaming at all, to be honest with you. I was watching the qualifiers because I was up late. I was I was doing some work and I had some in between time. And I would just turn over. These matches aren't long, and uh, it, it's the, the commentators aren't great, but the game play is really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. I was I was like, wow, because they they pick characters that I would never think that they would pick. A lot of people are pl- picking um, people from the like the. Uh, the What's what's the uh, Splatoon character? The, the squid, Inklings. Squidlings? Inklings. Mm-hmm. They were saying the Inklings, and then the commentators would come in and say, it's really interesting because the Inklings, they rack up tons of damage, but they can't hmm. close. And they would say, oh, everyone picks Pikachu or Pichu or Pikachu because Pichu has this nice balance and can close. So I was learning a lot about the game, and that to me was the most interesting part of tuning in to, to this type of stuff. So... If you're interested, it's coming up in June, uh, and of course, it'll be streamed, uh, and you can follow at Nintendo VS for Versus on Twitter for more info. Yeah, pretty cool. That's kind of cool. I would definitely like to check that some of the pro-level play out, because I'm just garbage at it, so I just pick Pikachu because I like Pikachu. Now, going hand-in-hand with that, Nintendo just, I think today, opened up the E3 2019 website. So now we can start tracking what the schedule is going to be, getting some news through that. Very, very cool. As you said, this is... This is we love 
E3 anyway. I mean, whether it's good or bad, we just kind of love tweeting about all the different conferences and everything that's going on and all the announcements. So we're very, very excited. As everybody probably knows, June 11th through the 13th, all the announcements will be happening. So we'll get all of that news. We will be tweeting and sharing and probably maybe if our schedules work out, hopefully they do, we can actually live stream the direct and then just kind of have our chat and banter going on over that because we did that over on our discord um, for one of the directs and it was a blast. It was really fun mm-hmm. to have everybody kind of chatting and about what they saw. Yeah. And they have a big add to calendar button, which is not, it's like their whole ICS. So their whole calendar system. So that means it'll be there. And as it updates in real time, it'll add it to your calendar. So I've already done that so we can get notified. Sweet. Now there wasn't a lot of news news, but there was some cool game news that we needed to talk about because Wolfenstein 2 had come out thanks to our good friends over at Panic Button. And last year, Bethesda announced Wolfenstein Young Blood. The cool part about this game is that its uh, intro price is only $30, but there's a deluxe edition be, uh, that will give you some really awesome features. Now, this is a new entry into the Wolfenstein series that takes place 19 years after Wolfenstein 2. The Cool part here is that um, it's a co-op play and online co-op, but better yet, they're doing something that I've never seen or heard of ever, which is inside the deluxe edition, which is $10 more, you get a buddy pass, which allows you to invite a friend who has not purchased the game to play through the entire game with you for free, aka for $10. <laughs> uh, and you get some other skins and some other things. It's going to be uh, developed now in this announcement coming to the Nintendo Switch thanks to Panic Button. Uh, there's no loot boxes. There might be some microtransactions for cosmetics, but nothing nothing else like that. There's tons of great q and I'll put links to the trailer. I'm jazzed because this game seems like a game that you and I could absolutely stream and and play. And we can we can only buy it once. I don't know why more. I mean, I guess I know why they don't want to lose the money, but this seems this is fantastic. The, the, I, yeah. I've never seen, like you said, I've never seen a buddy pass system where you buy it and then you invite somebody in and they get to play for free. That's crazy. I, I wonder if part of that is because co-op plays such a big role in this game. You either are playing with somebody or you have an A.I playing with you, but you can never play it solo without that secondary character. So maybe they Bethesda was just like. It's a, such a huge factor. We want to make sure people are playing together. And this kind of gets rid of that barrier. Anybody can have you. You can play with anybody now. Yeah. I. In fact, if Rico would have done this, it, that would have been amazing. I mean, because I think more people would have played it because you can play a lot of that game single player by yourself, but it's a lot more fun yeah. you know, with it. And I think that we you would probably play it more if it's like, oh, five bucks, invite a friend. You might invite a few friends to play and then you're you know back up you know to it so i'll be interested to see how it works in practice and we can maybe attempt to do it live on 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 twitch and then report back of course uh when it goes a good idea yeah and it's going to come out on july 26 so it's right around the corner and i'm i'm curious then because you the person that didn't buy must have to download it as well and then it just must look for the owner to say like it's i don't understand how it would work I bet that there's a separate version of the game that anyone can download that's free. That's the Buddy Pass game. I I get a unique code, or maybe I could buy additional codes that I give to you to unlock it. But how it makes the connection, that, I mean, I guess in that instance, it makes a connection to say only this person can play with this person because you can't play with somebody else, obviously, mm-hmm. from my understanding. So, Yeah, it's interesting. I, I, I'm we'll excited see. even just to try it out because that could be... You know, if Bethesda's doing that or whoever, if somebody else sees this, that we could see that more often. And I, I love it. I think that's great. Another series just got an announcement. Sega announced that the Mario and T- Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games Tokyo 2020 is in development. So this is the first entry into the Mario and Sonic series since 2016, which I I'm not familiar with this series. I, I didn't know much about this. So it looks pretty cool. I, don't, I hate the name. But it will be out winter of 2019, and there's going to be an arcade version, which is awesome, coming out in 2020. So, I don't. Do you have a lot of experience with this series? Have you played any of this? 
Uh, I never played any of them. They've always they've come out for a long time because it was there was always Olympic games that you Mm. could buy. And then it seems as if Nintendo locked in some exclusive sort of Olympic membership with it. And then they did Sonic and uh, yeah, they usually they usually do it every two years. But you don't need a new one every two years. No, I guess. Well, I guess you would because every four years it would be the same games. Yeah, exactly. It's you got your summer and then you got your winter. I don't I don't know. I mean, I would definitely look into it, but if it makes me feel kind of like tennis when it was Mario tennis, I passed up on that. It wasn't really for me. So but if you're a big sport, Mario and Sonic, this people could be excited about this. I mean, 2016. So it's my favorite part. My favorite part is that uh, my favorite part is that in the summer games, it's literally Mario attempting to outrun Sonic. Well, that shouldn't even matter. That's that's not even I hate any game where anybody's racing Sonic. It's like that's that doesn't work. You can't have a a race game against Sonic. You you would you would instantly lose. I like that. I do. I've always appreciated that Mario and Sonic, they come together for the Olympics. That's what they do. Like what a cool collaboration. What, What if every race, though, where Sonic is racing, everybody else is just he just like like doing laps around whipping around him like if you get if you had the bad luck to pick mario or anybody else in that race you know you're gonna lose like that yeah. would be kind of funny where you just you can't win unless you get sonic that'd be that'd be ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right well let's move on to the rumor mill now that we got the game news out of the way and for the last uh three years essentially the wall street journal has reported even before the switch came out that there was going to be a new version of the switch and this week, guess what? There's yet another report, Michael. Shocking. Shocking. We have said it time and time again. If you keep making predictions every three months, eventually one of those predictions will will happen. Yeah. Just will happen. And they are predicting yet again that there will be a lower end switch and a higher end switch. This comes from part suppliers and software developers for Nintendo who have access to prototypes of the machine. So... They're saying that there are multiple sources reconfirming this. Perhaps it's an E3 announcement. Who cares? Uh, (laughs) The lower end will be cheaper, smaller. Think of it as a successor to the 3DS. May have HD rumble removed. High end premium options, enhanced features targeted to more avid gamers, whatever that means, pro gamers. The article suggests here uh, that they may look different, which would make some sense, maybe. Sure. Says Nintendo. Like a refinement. Like a refinement. Yeah, iPad iPad versus iPad Pro. Or I'm thinking even the 3DS with the new 3DS, whatever, like things were much more smoothed out. The design was much nicer, much cleaner. Yep. I, it's probably time. Right? I mean, it, like you said, it's a, it's going to happen. It's bound to happen. I mean, you could predict something every month and eventually you're going to be right. I I just I don't understand the point. I mean, first you you predicted that they were going to have a low end one to make it up for the 3DS. Then you predicted they were going to have the high end. Well, now the prediction is you're going to have both. You're going to have them both. All right. Yeah, that's cool. And I personally would be interested in the high end. I don't need a mobile exclusive because I'm very happy with the switch as is for a mobile um, machine. But I see the value in it for people looking for maybe half the price. Mm-hmm. No dock, no HD rumble. I mean that you're you're knocking money off right off the bat. Maybe you have children, so you got three of them in the house as opposed to just one that everybody's splitting. Yeah. For me, the premium version, I would like maybe more chat functionality. Maybe a little bit it runs games a little bit cleaner, a little bit smoother. Maybe it bumps everything up to 1080 when it's running now, as opposed to you know 720 and handheld. Um, but Again, it's more rumors. I, I would not be shocked if they do get an announcement this E3. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's expected at this point. Yeah, I would like to see a $200 Nintendo Switch out there. Sure. Why not? I, I think the premium one should stay at 300 One thing that came up for me is I'm getting ready to go on this big, long trip for about 10 days all over Asia. And the problem is I really want to bring my Switch because it's a very long flight. But then I really don't want to bring my switch because I know I have cloud saves, but I just feel as if it's going to be something that I'll be very, very upset if something happens, if it drops or in Airbnb, Airbnbs all the time. So I think I'm going to bring my Nintendo 3DS and finish some games. It's going to happen because I'm like, oh, if I lose my 3DS, yeah, whatever. Right. It's like 50 bucks to pick up a new one. If I lose my switch, I'm out three hundred dollars. 
But mm-hmm. I was thinking here, imagine I get a higher end switch. Then this is my travel switch right here. This is my new travel switch. I can bring with me anywhere and I feel pretty good. I'll just buy a new one. Mm-hmm. And with cloud saves, right, I, I can install the game on multiple machines with my same account because you can do that. Uh, and I have cartridges, so that works too on some of the games. But then you got cloud saves. Now I have a portable switch and I have my home switch. And, and it's, and it, you know, it's up to you what you want. But some people may feel as if, hey, I'm really using my switch on the go. I'm never detaching my my things, right? I'm just taking it to and from work, but I want a cheaper version in case something happens. And then um, maybe I'll have the pro pro edition that I'm using at home and on my TV and streaming and all those things. I, I don't know. Because that's pretty interesting. I like that idea because that that does make sense. If even if you didn't want to buy the pro say, say you're perfectly content with the existing switch, Mm -hmm. but for 150 or whatever the price point is of the, the, the all in one, maybe that's your on the go. It's smaller. It's something more portable. Maybe you don't worry about dropping and have a joy con popping off or breaking, um, that's an interesting idea. Yeah, I didn't really think about it too much like that. I mean, I do have cases and things like, you know, there's mm-hmm. the glass screen protector and all that kind of stuff on there. Um, but yeah, that's that's a good point. I mean, the pro version could be more of your robust, you know, desktop-esque, whereas you have a laptop for on the go that you don't worry about as much. Yeah. So no, that's cool. That's a good that's a good idea. I mean, either way, I'm excited to hear more because I always do like their iteration. I think they hit it so far out of the park with this version though. You know, I it was something we always said about I have it back there, the the first 3DS. Mm. You could see there was like things that were a little clunky about it. The 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 uh stylus was a little odd. Things were odd about it. Yeah. And then they really cleaned it up with the next version. I still think what we have looks really nice. So great. it's kind of like, wow, I don't know what they're going I could see the it's pro version system. having a D-pad. You know, the Joy-Con mm. now has the D-pad as opposed to what we got mm. and maybe Bluetooth functionality for the for headsets and things like that. Yeah, that to me would qualify it as pro, like more of a a pro machine. So I don't know. I would be interested in that. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I mean, to be honest with you, but really the only thing that matters, Michael, is that we are about to enter Michael's Fortnite loot llama supply drop update what do you got for me buddy what do you got unfortunately there's no Fortnite news this week we don't have any Fortnite supply drop oh no yeah that's okay though you don't need it all the time we have no new news no bad news no good news but that means we get right into the best sellers so every week we run down the top 10 and kicking it off no shock is final fantasy 7 followed by the pre-purchase of cuphead Yoshi's Crafted World is in number three. Baba is You is in fourth. Timberman versus fifth place, followed by Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, Minecraft, Stardew Valley, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, and then rounding out the top 10 is Blaster Master Zero 2. And then in addition to the top 10, we also like to call out the new games to the list that maybe didn't make that top 10, but they're in the top 30. Right off the bat, we have Turok in 14th spot, followed by Chocobo's Mystery Dungeon in the 19th spot, Power Rangers Battle for the Grid, 25th, and Unravel 2 in the 28th spot. Yeah, not too bad. Cool to see Unravel 2 break it. And also, Power Rangers Battle for the Grid was a sneaky sneak attack last week, Mm. and apparently there's a lot of Power Ranger fans on the Switch. Who knew? Who knew? I'm, 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 that top... That top five is kind of shocking top five to me for, mm-hmm. for our games. I mean, Final Fantasy VII, I guess not so much, but Cuphead, that just skyrocketed. Yoshi's Crafted World, those other ones did so well. That's in third place, and that's a, that's a great – we played the demo. I mean, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's a great game. Baba is You is getting nothing but praise. Everybody loves it, and they apparently it is just, just terribly difficult. So <laughs> if you really want a hard game, apparently that is the one to play. And then Timberman – like we said, that's on sale and it's just like 19 cents. It's crushing it. I love that Turok is in the 14th place. That's so crazy. <laughs> I mean, there's opportunity on this. There's so much opportunity on the Switch. I, I was going to laugh. It was in the top 10. I'm like, oh my goodness. I can't believe a game from this. I mean, Final Fantasy, a seven, right? But Turok, Turok, Michael Turok. I know. 
I know. Great with game. all the games that are out there, with all the indie games that are out there, with all the... Turok. I don't know. Yeah. I love it. Well, let, yeah. let's go into new stuff that you can buy this week. There are two physical releases that are coming out, uh, both physical and digital. The first one is Darksiders War Master Edition. War Mastered. Remastered the War Mastered Edition <laughs> for $30. Now, Darksiders has been out for a long time, since it's 2010, I believe. They remastered in 2016. Now it's coming to the Switch. I've always wanted to play Darksiders, and it is $30, so I put a check mark here that I totally want to pick it up. However, it is only $4 on Steam currently, so... Yeah, that's... Ugh. How do you... <laughs> I'm sorry, Nintendo. If that is not <laughs> worth that big of a difference. I'll just get it on Steam and play it on my computer. Turok, $20. That's crazy. I did buy Turok for $20, so I'm just saying. Now, this game I would pick up for $10, $20. I feel like they're, that could be okay, but I will say that the, the Steam version is normally $20. So there is a $10 upcharge uh, compared to Turok, which was $20 on Steam. So yeah. like, all right, we get it. And there wasn't on sale. And it, maybe it's just on sale right now. But again, publishers, stop timing your huge Steam sales at the same time that the Switch version is coming out. Don't do that. It's mean. Yeah. Well, I mean, what's the thing in there? It's got to be like a dig. I, what would be? I don't understand the reason. Like you're hurting yourself. I don't, I don't get it. Why would you? Why would you push that? Why would you do that? I, I don't understand. So you have a game now that's $30 versus $4 on Steam. Unless you just don't have any possible way of playing a Steam game. I think people would look at that and say, there's no way I'm going to buy this. So now you just didn't make a sale, period. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. I'm puzzled. I'm puzzled. Uh, the next game that I'm up puzzled by, which comes out on April 5th, is Super Dragon Ball Heroes. Not Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Heroes world mission this is a really cool it's 60 dollars, so it is expensive but it mm. is a very very cool card battling in real time dragon ball game i was watching the trailer it seems really really cool uh and it there's like a if you pre-order you get a whole bunch of like goodies and extra characters and all sorts of stuff and it includes characters from like all the series right so from dragon ball super dragon ball xenoverse dragon ball gt all the different worlds and you play out your cards and then the characters battle like in real time. It seems very cool. I'm not a Dragon Ball person, though. But if you are and you're into the card game, boom, you can get this. This is the Hero Edition that has all this extra bonus content for $60. So give that a look. And those are the two physical games, Michael, that are coming out. That's kind of cool. I mean, I, I love I'm a sucker for card games. I haven't found one that's like. Yes, this is the one. So anytime we get them when they're like on sale or they're free and I'll I'll try them out and see. But most of the time they just don't click. They don't fit. You know, I'm waiting for Hearthstone or something like that to come out um, on the switch, which it hasn't I, for some reason. But uh, this is interesting. I just don't know Dragon Ball Z. Like, mm. I don't know that world. So yeah. for me, it's kind of like I feel like if you're not really tied in with that, it's just not um, you'd be missing a big part of the the allure there but that's cool 60 is a little high but that's cool i think it would probably do pretty well now for the digital downloads april 1st we have darkest hunter for 530 on april 2nd we have anger force reloaded for nintendo switch at 850 and spellkeeper speaking of card games for 450 on the third, we have Bow to Blood, Last Captain Stand-In for $18, and Shadow Blade Reload for $10. On the fourth, we have Hob, the Definitive Edition, for $18, Mech Stermination Force for $12, Overwhelm for $10, Pitfall Planet for $15, Pressure Overdrive for $13, Royal Advisor for $8, Sephir uh, Sephirothic Stories for 15, <laughs> Smashing the Battle for 10, The Friends of Ringo Ishikawa for 15, War Theater for 10, and then lastly on the fifth, we have Circuits for $5, Godly Corp for 8, Monster Slayers for 15, Yet Another Zombie Defense HD for 5, but it's on sale for 450. Uh, and then we have Zombie Scrapper for three, which is funny because 
it's the title is yet another zombie game and there's another zombie game right after it. So let's go back to the top. What stands out? We had quite a few actually, surprisingly from this week that we like. Yeah. My pick of the week is one that's not your pick of the week, which is overwhelm. Uh, This is an Mm. action horror world platformer where enemies power up, but you don't the, the graphics are in, of course, a very rudimentary 8-bit version, but the background is a little bit more fleshed out. It, the The game look and feel looks a lot more like Celeste, uh, where your side-scroller, um, a, t- a tactical sort of combat, uh, it's fast, it's, it's all over the place. It does have local co-op mode, which is exclusive to the Nintendo Switch, uh, which is nice. This game's obviously been out before. Uh, the The game just is has a red hue. It has a red hue to it, so it looks as if you're... Mm. Uh, in the oh god what's the thing the thing oh the virtual boy it looks like a virtual boy game yeah uh, but the game the trailer was like really blown away I, I totally want to pick up this game it's at least on my watch list uh mm-hmm. it, it's kind of like my top pick I, I really liked it the other one that nice. you didn't pick out was <laughs> extermination force <laughs> now i will say this has a terrible name to it but Watching the trailer, I was in between. The entire concept is that you are battling huge, ridiculous boss mechs of all sorts of different types, and you need to jump on them, get them. There's this little tiny character, and you have, you're like shooting them. It's kind of twin stick shooter, uh, and it's from the creator of the Gunman Clive series, which is one of my favorite 3DS games, which obviously got re-released too into HD. So and it's a great game. It's a great, phenomenal game. Could not highly recommend it enough. So based on that alone, I got to give it a strong recommendation besides the terrible name of Mextermination Force. But there is local co-op. Of course, there's local co-op and you can take down bosses together. And of course, I have no friends, so that's impossible for <laughs> me to do that. But it did surprisingly look really good as I continue to watch the trailer of it. I don't know. $12. I feel as if the $12 for no reason, $9.99, maybe there's some conversion there. So uh, I'm into it. Those are like my two that you didn't pick. So those are my, my picks of the week, I guess. Well, it's funny with those overwhelm and extermination force, both of them feel, and this is a good thing. They feel like Contra to me. Mm. Like they made me think of Contra, right? With the right down to the two person side scrolling, shooting yeah. bullets flying everywhere. Like, I, I I almost checked extermination and and it was it was my own fault because what I did is I looked at the screen captures of it. I was like, this is like a flash game. It doesn't look good. No. In in like a still. No. It doesn't look looks good. terrible. But when I was watching it, the trailer, it it started to turn me. I, I like that one more than Overwhelm. I think they both look good. I just didn't like the art style of Overwhelm. It was like I just I wouldn't be able to look at that all the for the whole game. I think that the gameplay looks very good on both of them. I love Contra. I mean, honestly, it just makes me want Contra on the Switch. Mm. But they look like pretty fun Contra-esque two-person games. But again, if it's only local, this why don't we have online for yeah. this? Because that would be really fun to do like simultaneous co-op, you and I just going crazy killing mechs exterminating, if you will, um, <laughs> just going together doing it with with the force. It's the, so. Yeah, it's the force of exterminations of the mex, yeah. exterminated. Yeah, just exterminating all over the place. So, I, I mean, for me, I'll start right off at the top of the list and work my way down. Uh, the first one I thought looks interesting. It could be it could be terrible. Was the Bow to Blood Last Captain Standing? At first, I was like, is this a weird like pirate um, like battle royale? But it's it's a single player game and you are overseeing the ship and telling your people to like shoot and do this and do that. But you're in the 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 setting is a reality show. So you're working with AI and you're either fighting them, which they'll remember it, or you're helping them, which they also remember. And then at the end, people vote. And if you pass the vote, you go to the next round. If you, you know, hurt or attack enough people, now they're mad at mm-hmm. you. 
they're going to vote you down and you get kicked off, you lose the game. So your point is to keep managing your team, keep winning against these opponents, but keep like your friends with you so that you can keep getting voted forward. And I think that sounds kind of cool. It's $18, a little, little much, you know, I mean, here we are talking $18, you know, when you got $60 games, but not having a demo, it's, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, it's a little bit of a gamble once you start getting into that price range. I checked it as well, just based off the trailer alone. It seemed a very mm-hmm. different take on a game. So I did have it checked just like the next one. I think that you have checked on here. Yeah, the next one for me is Hob, the definitive edition, $18. It looks gorgeous. It's from the creators of Torchlight and Torchlight 2. Essentially, you're in an open world and you're exploring ruins and you're trying to make friends and you're battling all these creatures um, while the whole time you're trying to figure out a mystery of this, this location and you're solving puzzles. And as you solve puzzles, you get to change the landscape, which gets you access to other areas. And it's all set in just this gorgeous, gorgeous environment. Absolutely beautiful. This is the definitive edition, which means for the Switch, we get HD rumble. You get touchscreen support. I guess there's increased camera controls. I'd never played the original, so I don't know. Um, But you also have streamlined menus. And then they reworked some of the campaign so that it just flows better and it makes a little more sense, I guess, for us on the Switch. It looks beautiful. I did. I, I did also check that one because I've heard of it. I've heard of Hob. I had a friend that played Hob. And like you said, it's from the creators of Torchlight and Torchlight 2. It's also a very beautiful game. I really like the the look and feel of this game overall. It's something on my wish list. A lot of wish list games yeah. this week. That is for sure. I think a lot of these are for me the same way. These next couple are I'm on the fence about. Pitfall Planet is $15. It's on sale for $12 right now. It's a two-player couch co-op, so you can't do it online, which hurts it. But if anybody's played Death Squared, which I have, I've really enjoyed it. It's a, I think that's up to four players, but essentially you're solving puzzles. This looks very similar, but maybe turned up a notch. Mm. So you play as two, one of two robots. If you don't have AI there, you are paired with somebody or you you control both excuse me if you don't have somebody to play with you're controlling both um and you're just kind of moving around this this area this map and solving puzzles so you can keep moving forward looks really really cute really really interesting overall i was looking at the other two games that you had you put and i was like yeah look look okay i don't know they look okay and that's i i was kind of like they don't feel like must-haves they're wish lists you know they'll go on sale for five bucks at some point like i said i really enjoyed death square and i probably played it five times and it's not that i don't like it it's just one of those things where it's like okay it's there when i get around to finishing it the Um, the next one i was surprised you put on this list so this is the one that i have comments on because i was like well i don't know why you put this pressure overdrive on this list (laughs) i'm not sure about this one either but it's just it is different than what i would normally mark so pressure overdrive is it's basically like a a shmup yeah but you're in a racing battle buggy that you can upgrade and that those upgrades change your ability of how you shoot and how you go up against these boss battles i i don't know if that goes on sale and it's like a five dollar purchase when they when that goes on like half off that could be a really fun game, but I it's again, it's single player or local co-op. And if you and I were playing that and streaming that and we're just battling and racing together, that would be a blast. Yeah. It would be so fun. But the fact that it doesn't have that it if you have people, you have kids that all like to play together. I could see those two games being awesome. Yeah. But what makes them iffy for me is the couch co-op and not online yeah yeah that, that's the problem is a lot of a lot of couch co-op games the games look overall pretty cool but yeah i was just kind of surprised the other one i had checked before we get out of here is the friends of ringo ishikawa <laughs> uh th- this <laughs> game is for all intensive purposes river city ransom in a modern day so if you th- there is a river city ransom reboot that's coming out at some point because i kickstarted it but if you are into <laughs> River City Ransom, this game is basically River City Ransom. Cool. Yeah. I I looked at it. It looked all right. I, nothing that we checked was like, oh, I can't believe it. Yeah. I just think there was a lot, a surprisingly a lot of good games once you 
dove into them a little bit. There was a couple where I look at it and on face value, I just jumped over it when I was loading things in. But once I went back and kind of looked into it a little bit, it was a good, some not so bad games in there. Yeah, not bad at all. I was I was I was yeah. surprised. A lot of wish list stuff. So we'll see when we wait for them to go on sale and yeah, exactly. <laughs> a lot of sale games, in yeah. there, I should say. Well, that gives us everybody's favorite part of the show. What you playing? One game and one game alone. I had a very hectic week. You know how it is. Although, like I said, I'll be taking a mm-hmm. trip, so that may change. Uh, we'll talk about that at the very, very end. But I, before we podcasted today, I finished it. Ape out. It happened. Done. Ape has escaped. Woo! Ape is out. Gone. Out. But now the ape wants to get back in in the bonus level. I don't know what's happening. So I had streamed every single part of me playing this game, all the chapters. This game, I think it was like $10, I want to say it was. Uh, it's it's a phenomenal, phenomenal game. Uh, the game developer is Gabe something. It's from Devolver Digital is the publisher of the game. Uh, the music, the visuals, the entire concept of this game, which I'll go over again really quick, is you are this ape. It's a top down, looking down the ape. You are trying to get out. You are an ape trying to get out ape out it's literally in the name Face ape off. out and <laughs> there you start in a lab so each each one of the chapters which has different music different visuals uh different effects to the to the the visual style it's this almost um 2d 3d solid color look and feel sort of blocky but then not look and feel to it it's very beautiful it looks good in stills uh, too so everyone is trying to stop you from getting out in general so <laughs> there are people that are shooting you attacking you you can either grab them uh you can push them and make them basically explode there's uh at the very end there was people with rocket launchers that would one shot kill you you only have three hits and then you're dead and you start to kind of bleed out you need to get to the end of the level uh and then you get your health back uh and yeah i played it each chapter is 30 to 30 to 60 minutes based on how good you are. So the last chapter took me 40 minutes. I think the other ones before that took me an hour. So about four to five hours of gameplay. You can go back, play it in hard mode, and there is a bonus level at the end. Uh, you watch me play it at the end. What did you think? <clears throat> Honestly, I, I really loved it. I thought it was beautiful. You know, I think we mentioned whether it was off stream or before we started recording that the game is such a simple concept and it's just so the colors are very muted, very simplistic. The what the amount they can do with the palette and everything that they had was is 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 amazing. It's beautiful game. It's the music is wonderful. It was really really interesting. I really liked the gameplay when I was watching it. I was getting excited for you cuz you're kind of rooting on, you know, you the player and then the ape to get out and you're kind of like don't oh my god he's gonna shoot oh boy you know you're getting so worked up watching it so i can only imagine playing Mm -hmm. it now my thinking is how crazy would it be if now ape out you got you made it out what if they had this whole secret harder level where you had to get all the way back to the beginning but everything you had smashed and did stays that way so now you don't have the cover cool right like the windows are already broken those animals at the last part are no longer there So now you have to get through it the other way and get all the way back in. That would be that would be amazing. I don't think it's that extensive, but if it is, mind blown. That would be amazing. Yeah, I, I mean, what was it? What'd you say it was ten dollars? Something think it's crazy. Ten dollars. Like, yeah. Oh, crazy! You know, that's that's awesome. It's a great, great. Game. Yeah, I'm into it. And that's all I played. I just wanted to finish it. I wanted to beat a game, and I beat it. But you did, I did it. it. You you absolutely did it. Now I did a couple a couple games. Um, as I said before, I'm trying to get through. I got this list. I've had demos downloaded. I've had games downloaded. So I'm I'm going back through and starting to ch- like check things off. And the very first demo that I've had staring at me every time I turn the switch on was Awesome P. Now, this one is super cute. The, the demo is actually good. It's a $6 game if anybody's interested in it after playing the demo. But it's very, the art style is very, it's funny. We got just done talking about whatever the one is there with all the red overwhelm awesome P is all green because mm. it's a P like, like a game boy game, like a game boy game. And it's meant to look like a game boy game. It's actually got, you're playing like a, the, 
like a CRT screen. So it's got like the the refresh mm. going through it and the whole thing. That's cool. And it was it's it's really really good. If you like platformers, if you like a little bit of a challenge and you like games where you're basically just trying to time your jumps to get to the end and collecting I think there's keys and coins or whatever you're collecting in this. It was challenging. It was it was fun. And I could see, you know, maybe it's got 30 levels or something and you just crank it along, playing it and just having a great time. There was a really good, fun sort of retro soundtrack with it. Uh, yeah. If you miss sort of that pixel Game Boy style game, <clears throat> it may be for you. It's definitely worth downloading the demo. It was fun. Yeah. Nice. And then the other demo, this is one that I think you own, correct? Or did you play the demo or just the demo? I but I played the demo and then I bought the game physical copy because it was on sale for ten dollars or something on Best Buy. Oh, okay, awesome. So <clears throat> you already told me the name. I forgot what you told me, but it's Yoku's Island Express. Yes. Yeah, I did it. I did it. Woo! Success. Um, so I played the demo for this. I think you get to play. I don't know if it's a time demo or just the first level, but this is a game that's heavily and. Uh, we talked about it last week, actually, where it's this is a pinball game where you're playing a character yes. like you're actually it's a platformer game that's heavily built around pinball mechanics. And it's so charming and fun. And the, the sound, the soundtrack cute. is just cute. Yeah. It's awesome. The soundtrack is great. So that may be one. I'm. It's definitely on the wish list. I don't know. Maybe sale, maybe a sale, like a sale buy. Yeah. Awesome game. I would definitely recommend that to anybody. I also got Gems of War. So Gems of War was a free game. We were wondering how are they making money? Well, let me tell you. There's a lot of in-game a lot of in-game purchases that you can you can spend your money on. Is it so too th- much? there's no Is it too much. <clears throat> you know what? I went back through. There's there's a lot of things you can buy. None of it you need to buy. Got so it. So I guess you can have as many I don't care how many they put in there, but I, I looked at because this has been on Steam for quite a while. It's been on a couple. I think it's mobile game as well. Um, none of the reviews said you have to buy it mm. because pay to win. Obviously, with games like this, because you are buying, it's not cosmetic. You're paying to get uh, cards, which you build a deck, and that's what you use to match those match three games. So essentially, you get cards. Those cards go in your team, and you're fighting another team. The team has different abilities. So if you match three a certain amount of times your meters fill up for the different cards you use. Mm. And then you can use that character's ability to knock out the four players on the other side. Mm. So you, there's some strategy because you're trying to build a perfect deck. You know, a lot of my characters had, I had a stack, maybe like 15 matches. I could be trying to do that for quite a while, especially if that color matches the other team's color and they're stacking. And maybe if they only need six to match, they could eventually kill my guy before I ever get enough to use the ultimate power. So you have to kind of think like, do I have a couple low weaker cards and then a couple heavy hitters? You know, what colors do I want to all green? Because if, if, if I only use green, maybe I'll never make a match. It was, it's, it's fun. I made it up to, I think level 15 or so my character. There's, there's some story elements that are kind of fun, but that just keeps you going. There's a lot of mobile, elements that you know you know were intended for somebody on a phone to keep you coming back so like daily check-ins you know like there's there's so many challenges that are always popping up events that are on there and all of that's a lot of fun and it doesn't seem like there's any endurance or energy or anything like that that gets used up so that you have to put it back down and wait for it to charge i haven't come across that i haven't come across anything where i felt like i need to spend money um it's it seems pretty legit i a lot of the reviews said i've put anywhere from i read one that said 100 to a thousand hours into this game wow i I can't imagine that because i just feel like it would get boring but they do say end game you know it's kind of monotonous but initially you're gonna have a blast and so far it's it's been pretty fun Hmm. um and for free you know, we did have somebody in our discord that we were chatting about because I asked, has anybody tried this? What is your thoughts? Stav actually said that Gems of War definitely looks like a mobile game from what I saw. How pay to win are the purchases? I really don't want to support this pricing model on the switch. And I could not agree more. I don't love, you know, we've talked about this in the past. I don't love seeing mobile games on there that are purely 
like these mobile games that you have to keep paying into to do this. This doesn't seem pay to win from what I've experienced. Uh, there is a PVP section, but uh, I mean, it's not a, it's not a key element in the game, right? Okay. So if you just are into matching games and building a deck, I think it's fine. I wouldn't want to see all games on the Switch like this. Yeah. But I think it's worth checking out. I do have a download I do want to try because I really enjoy the original game or the original type of game mm-hmm. uh, in this match three type of you know puzzle quest action. So I'll definitely give it a try this week and report back. But yeah, yeah I, I don't like the idea of there being tons of stuff. But then it's like we've played tons of mobile games from Nintendo and we haven't really spent a lot of money. So yeah, yeah. Like I said, if if you know if it got into a pay to win scenario, then that needs to be squashed right away. Mm-hmm. You can't have that. It just it yeah. ruins the game. This doesn't seem like that's the case, or at least I don't take it serious enough to where I'm like, oh, you got a better card. I, I really don't care if you paid to get that card. I just don't care enough. I'm not that invested in yeah. the game. Uh, the role playing elements are fun. There's a lot to it. And for free, there's a lot to it. So it's worth checking out. And then the last one that I've gotten back into that I started, I love, but I'm really getting excited for SteamWorld Quest, which is going to be coming out. I think next month it comes out, they announced. So I'm super pumped about that. Speaking of deck builder, role-playing games, I'm back into SteamWorld Heist. I'm probably halfway through this game. It's a fantastic game. I just need to finish it, and that is what I'm working on. I'm, I'm finishing this game. I'm <laughs> it determined. is going to. This is my ape out. This it is, is going to happen. Out. Unfortunately, it's more than a five-hour game, so. Yeah. yeah, it is. Everything's a, every, everything I picked up where I'm like, oh, this sounds relaxing. What is it called? Stardew Valley? Sure. 300 hours later, still working on my farm. <laughs> oh, bad. Oh, bad. <laughs> but that's it for me. Nice. There's some great games. I'm really super excited for it. I definitely want to try uh, the awesome P demo and Gems of War and get going. But yeah, time, time and energy. I'm going to finish Ape out probably this week. I mean, I did finish it, but now I really have to finish it and see if I need to get the ape back in. Because I don't know what happened out there, but the ape is out, needs to get back in, got to do it. So we'll see. Well, I am going to be on the road, so we may have some special guests upcoming. Maybe. Maybe. We don't know. We don't know. Uh, Definitely tune in, subscribe. Uh, We won't miss an episode uh, while I am out, either maybe one or two weeks, but Michael will be here again. We might have some special guests. We'll see. We don't know. We don't know. Maybe. Who knows? It's a mystery, Michael. It's a mystery. Yeah. It may just be me talking with a beautiful photo of you next to me yes. so that that's a very real possibility you could if it's if it's multiple weeks and i'll just i'll send you like a, a photo of where i'm from wherever i'm at like hanging out <laughs> with monkeys or something so we'll see how that goes but yeah we'll see how it goes uh you know subscribe you can of course watch um on twitch you can go to twitch.tv slash nintendo dispatch we record on sundays usually we'll see how the schedule works out but we'll always tweet ahead of time to let you know when or where it's happening but it's usually about 5 p.m pacific on sundays Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, And if you have one of your favorite games from this week that you've been playing, let us know. Hop over to our Discord, nintendodispatch.com slash Discord. That will get you in. Tons of great chatter going on. We really love it, especially with E3 or Rod in the Corner. You do not want to miss out. Um, Subscribe on all of your regular things. Follow us on Twitter. You know the things. Do the things. Click the button. Ding the bells. Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. This has been your (laughs) Nintendo Dispatch.